Good morning, Richard. I hope you're well this Saturday morning. Morning, Perry. How are you? I'm all good. I'm all good. So, topic today, stuck in neutral. Does your home need to be beige to sell for the best price? It's an interesting question, isn't it? Because you never know whether to go all out colour or all out natural. So whatever you have in your rooms, think first of the walls, because that's the thing, obviously, it's the biggest part of a house, isn't it? Wise words and deeds from pattern and textile god William Morris. Nobody can actually criticise him for not having great designs and or being neutral. I don't know if you've seen his work, Richard, but it's very avant-garde, very colourful, yeah. very in-your-face. His paints, his wallpaper, everything. So, yeah, very colourful. So there's nothing neutral about him for sure. However, if you read any lifestyle articles, as we all do, on how you're selling your home, because everybody likes to prepare beforehand, don't they? Um, you'll soon be told that buyers can't see past colour. Everybody wants to see a bit of it. Um, but you need to avoid it if you want to ignite their passion. You can't be going overboard with it. And that's a key thing here as well. So we loved muted Scandi interiors um, as much as anybody else does, of course. But does your home really need it? And does it need to resemble a, a Danish coffee shop? I don't suppose it does really, to be honest. It wouldn't inspire me if it was like a Danish no. coffee shop. Wouldn't it feel very homely? Um, and doesn't necessarily get you the highest price either. So that's something to think about. Um, it doesn't have to look like that, but there are plenty colourful homes that sell fast and for good money, but there are some tricks to using colour for that perfect balance. And that's what's important here. It's about balance. And you want to have some self-expression there. You want to have saleable style, but it's about how do you get that right balance, isn't it? So we're going to talk about that. So with that in mind, we're going to dive yeah. into the world of palettes and panettones. Um, look at what that looks like. We're going to look at the art of working with colour, where or when to keep things neutral, because there is times when it does work. Accessorising with colour, so that's totally my bag. <laughs> Every time I do the shows and I see the word accessorising, I'm like, yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, adding colour to kitchens and bathrooms, what does it need to look like and how much should you use? Um, ideas for wallpapers and paints, how can you kind of get that balance? So whether it's a total makeover you think you need to do, or just maybe a feature wall, um, or a casual sprinkling of colour. This show today is going to give you some tips, hints, and how you could stamp and boost your home's value at the same time. So how do we start off then, Richard? The art of working yeah. with colour. What does yeah, that look totally like? Colours right, yeah. colours are a good thing, but it can be overdone. It can be done like too much. And I think a lot, I mean, in the days of, like you say, beige, and uh, Magnolia, I think they're going to be past. They're definitely past us. Um, Magnolia is definitely Jim's favourite colour. Yeah, <laughs> he likes yeah, Magnolia. Well, we used and and lettings. We used to that was it was a Magnolia and it was beige carpets and all this. But that that's kind of gone. And greys are quite popular now. But I think it's always good to have quite a splash of colour. And there is an art to working with colour. Mm -hmm. And it can be tricky to kind of strike the correct balance with colours and tones. So you need mm -hmm. to be careful. Um, I mean, warm, cool, moody, bright, uh, but unfortunately, but fortunately, there are a simple. There is a simple tool to help you get it right every time. So I mean, there's things that you can follow, uh, and uh, the color wheel. Like think of the color wheel. I mean, that was invented in God, sixteen sixty six or something. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was it was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was was it Isaac Newton that done that? It was, it was mm -hmm. Sir Isaac Newton that done the color mm -hmm. wheel. Mm -hmm. um, and while studying like lights and prisms and things, mm -hmm. he discovered that, that uh, there's a spectrum of colour. 
and mm -hmm. that's a good thing to follow when you're trying to find colour schemes and things when you're decorating a home. It um, really is. Even if you go into like a B&Q or lots of other hardware shops out there, by the way, plenty of other brands. But if you go yeah. into B&Q, for instance, if you walk down the paint aisles, there's always got those like pullouts that haven't you with all the different kind of colour spectrums on yeah. there. And it really does give you a good in insight. Um, I've been into some houses, you go in and literally you'll, the, the walls are white. Um, and they're saying, we're in the middle of decorating. We're not quite sure what we're going to do. And the next thing you go into one of the rooms and there's like just a brush stroke of like five different colours. <laughs> All the different colours, yeah. Yeah, but sometimes it's like, say they're going from blue or grey, as you've mentioned, Richard. It's like five different slices of grey. And you're thinking, well, actually, when you just see it a little bit like that, you're not always sure um, if the colours are different. And it's all very well seeing a little spot of it versus a whole wall covered with it, isn't it? Yeah. It makes a big, big difference. So we yeah. talk about colours and colour wheels. What, 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 where can you get those and what are they for people that don't know, Richard? Yeah, I mean, a colour wheel costs about, oh God, less than about £10. And it shows you like the primary and secondary and, and tertiary colours. And they sit side by side, like you say, people do it on their walls and things. Mm -hmm. And that's how uh, it's a good way to obviously see how they relate, relate to each other. And mm -hmm. you can bounce colours off each other. And I mean, that's kind of a guide. Um, it's, an, a, it's a guide of binoculars colours uh, that blend to create an uh, immediate sense of kind of harmony in a room, I think, mm -hmm. while, while um, complementary schemes push individual colours to the forefront. Like if you do like feature walls and things like that yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and they have like a high contrast as well when you do that. So an interior designer's trick is to take uh, their favourite shade Mm -hmm. uh, or pick a colour from the pattern you love. Like if you show mm -hmm. them a pattern and things when you're trying to decorate yeah. a room or, or think like get a theme and things as well. Mm -hmm. And then they use the, the colour wheel to build from that and use mm -hmm. and, and get a perfect look. Do you know, it's a really good way to do it, actually. Um, I wasn't really into statement walls and I know we're going to kind of cover that. But yeah, just while we're on colour wheels and like picking a bit of colour out of maybe a wallpaper, as you've said, um, I wasn't really into it until I went into East Green when we sold that one in Anstruther. Yeah. And Marjorie had just had this beautiful statement wall in the bathroom. It was just big green ferns and it was just so beautiful that when we moved house, when we downsized a couple of years ago, that's, that was me. I was all over the statement wall. And we've actually got a statement wall in our kitchen and mm -hmm. it sounds minging, but it's not. It looks really great. But it's basically ferns, but it's got like parrots and cockatoos on it and they're all different no, colours. I've seen yours and it works. Yeah, it does, right. it does. And they're all different colours but one of the colours that you don't see much in it actually was the mustardy colour which I loved um, and we got a new dining set so we've got a glass dining set with like kind of silver legs and I thought yeah. well how can we jazz it up a little because the rest of the kitchen like the cabinets are grey and the walls were kind of quite neutral and I thought we need something to inject to bring mm -hmm. the wallpaper to life and actually what we did was the chairs that we got which are kind of steel chairs um, but we got them with mustard coverings on them, so they're like mustard leather. And, and it honestly it really and the, and the, yeah. pulls it out of the wallpaper and it looks fantastic. Uh, Ollie came down yesterday um, and he, was, he hasn't seen it yet and he was like, God, Mummy says that really works. So I was kind of yeah. like this. I was like one of the parents. That was me. But it kind of does go back to what you said there and it is a real good way of like jazzing up a room. But actually, it's a functional thing that I've got because I needed a table and chairs, but it's really made it look great. Yeah. Might be a problem if I've changed the statement more right enough, but we'll worry about that when it comes to it. <laughs> yeah, but no, that works. And I've, I've seen it. I know what you mean. It's, it does work. It's good. Yeah, really pulls it to life. Yeah, because I think there is, there's a certain knack to 
using colors and especially like if you're a, if, if you've got a designer or you're, you're using the color wheel yourself mm -hmm. uh, and but there is there's books and there's youtube tutorials and yeah. things that help you become a lot better at mixing and matching mm -hmm. um um, and there, and not to mention, obviously, the, the go-to interior designer for your friends and things. That's what you'll end up, because yeah. like yourself, you you find yourself like, oh, like you're saying, you've done your kitchen. You're like, oh, that was me. And then when people come and see that, they'll be like, oh, do you know what I'm like? And they'll come to you for, um, I mean, you know like, you know me, I've got kind of my, my own tastes and kind of yeah. mix things together as well. And a lot of my friends are like, oh, how did you do that? And it's like, mm -hmm. and you do, you end up kind of, you kind, you kind of become your own designer yourself. It's, it's like even when we're talking about colour, there's other ways to bring colour into it. And actually, one of the things I love that you've done in your place, and I'd never seen anywhere before, is when you come down your stairs, and then you know how you generally have that, that plain wall where your kind of ceiling comes down, yeah. and you've got that mirror there, and I just think that looks yeah. fantastic. And yeah, actually, I'm, I stole that for someone else. I stole it from the house we sold, um, oh God, it was a few years ago now, and um, I come down the stairs, and it just opens the whole stairway up. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's where I, I stole that from. It looks great, but what it's done as well though is it's given an extra colour because it's obviously everything's bouncing off the mirror, so it's creating a bit of an illusion there as well. So that's quite a clever way to do it as well. Yeah, because when when I bought our place, um, I just felt like it just needed opened up a lot, mm -hmm. um, and mirrors was the way to do it in this area. So definitely, it looks great. So we're kind of talked about colour there, but um, there are times where and where <laughs> to stay neutral so yeah. you know it's a real good opportunity to kind of go neutral to add color so well a classic camel coat or a crisp white shirt uh, underpin many a wardrobe we all have them i've got one you've got one yeah and um, keeping it neutral in certain areas of your home gives your decker the leading role without actually being upstaged with everything else that you're doing so when i talk about that what i'm meaning is yeah. things that included things like you know timber floors um, with oak and walnut in living areas. That always looks really nice. So that's oh, nice to have I that neutral. Yeah. I do. And it really makes it look great, doesn't it? I don't know if you saw the pre-portal I did yesterday for $4 court. Um, and they've got that's the timber. Actually, yeah. Oh, the timber flooring through that house. Again, very neutral statement wall against the colour. But that beautiful flooring all the way through that property, that's when that colour and wood and naturalness comes to life, doesn't it? And it really looks great in that property. Yeah. Um, you can look for sizzle or coir matting as well. Again, it's a bit of a natural feel to it, um, especially for high traffic areas like hallways um, and stairs. Yeah. It's, it's good to do that as well. Um, deep piles or Berber carpets for chic and cosy in the bedrooms, <clears throat> which actually this one had. I also, to kind of go into another property, I was doing viewings yesterday at 14 Dove Street in Cellar Dyke. Oh, I heard um, you talking about that. Oh, it's absolutely stunning. Yeah. And the person that was doing the... The person beautifully decorated throughout, lovely statement pieces. And one of the biggest things that the viewer spoke about was how beautiful the carpeting was. Yeah. Every room she went in, she said, oh, look at the pile on the carpet. I love the stairs. Oh, look at the, the, the one of the rooms has got a tartan carpet in it, which I know sounds like, oh, but it looks really great. Works, in the little, yeah. yeah, in the snug where the log burner is and all that kind of stuff. And it looked really great. So there are ways to make your rooms chic and cosy, um, especially in bedrooms as well with the piles carpet. Other ways yeah. of doing it, you can tiles and natural finishes for floors, walls and splashbacks. Kind of stone colours are quite nice. Yeah. Um, marble's a nice thing. You do get variants on marble as well because marble can be expensive and you don't want to be going out there and spending a lot of money. Marble could be obviously expensive, we know that, but it could also be a bit overpowering, I think, as well. 
it's mm. nice to have a i think you get um i've seen wet walls and things that are marble and it's just takes over and i think mm -hmm. where you get like a really fine marble like the the great like the the grain in between it and i think mm -hmm. that looks really nice but mm -hmm. you could overdo it with marble it's, it's one to watch you definitely need to be careful and not just how it looks either actually it can be quite a cold looking product as well can't it yeah so if you're wanting to have that kind of cozy feel sometimes you don't always get that from from marble but actually it does have a place like i love it in kitchens you know if you've if you've got the what i would call the bunker the work the worktop if you're no, you know if you're no. able it's a five thing i think oh, it's, it's a total five thing but to have a marble bunker i mean that's that's high end isn't it it does yeah. look beautiful in kitchens um say that again i need to correct myself and say work top quite a lot oh and to instead of bunker yeah it's bunker yeah nothing to do with golf <laughs> no, I, you know i think it was it was uh, Anne marie and Anne marie's obviously the down south and I started talking to her one day and it was, I referred to the bunker and she did not have a clue what I was talking about. <laughs> it's very much a five word for sure. Yeah, but definitely. actually, it, can, it does look good. Um, other colours as well that are kind of quite neutral are cement greys. We're seeing, you mentioned grey earlier, we're seeing yeah. still quite a lot of that. A lot of my is grey. <laughs> it's staining in though, isn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. And I think it's one that you can mix and match. And then you can go with like the classic, you know, hand glazed whites as well. They always look really nice. I mean, pretty much I've gone with white and then statement walls throughout my whole house. A lot but of people we... do that. And, and you, like you say, it's the colour thing. It's like finding the mm -hmm. right statement colour or, or something to inject that kind of like feel into the room. And, mm -hmm. and white's a good thing to do. Um, oh God, my gran used to do that. It was like everything was white and then she would bring colour in it and, and put mm -hmm. things on the walls and things as well. And it's mm -hmm. true what you say about kitchen, like kitchen worktops and things or Mm. Or, or, the, or the bunker as we refer to it mm. like natural wood and granite and resin is really like a good a good one and it's quite in mm. as well and again marble and uh, reconstituted like the stone color and, uh -huh, that's and, nice and, and and they do give like that it's, it's durability and it's like timeless kind of style those things mm. as well and um and and but they've got quite a universal appeal i mean everybody kind yeah. of resonates with them and I think that's a really positive statement you're making there, actually, because, again, it, it does straightly have that. It was a universal appeal for how everything else was done, and it was really accessorised well, which yeah. I think brought the property to life. I think one of the things that, and you'll show my age here now, but certainly one of the things yeah. I noticed in the 80s, because in the 80s, grey and red were the two colours. Yeah. It actually used to accessorise the house to death, literally out of itself. It was like the kettle was red. The toaster was red, the microwave was red, yeah. the cups were red, the mats were red. You know, people can accessorise like too far. And yeah. actually then it doesn't become, when you're talking about how it looks kind of a universal appeal, that doesn't then become universally appealing, does it? That becomes mm -hmm. no. very much a personal thing. Overpowering, yeah. Yeah. And you want things to be personal. You're living in your home. But sometimes, you know, if you're in that market where you're looking to put your property up for sale and move on, your main focus is, you know, getting the property sold so you can move on to your next stage, isn't it? And sometimes you do need to depersonalise things. Yeah, that is the key. I think when you're when you're thinking about selling or you're going to, or you're putting your property in the market, you really need to depersonalise. Take and and people have a lot of their own tastes in their house, and that's fine. Like you see, you live in it, but I think if you're trying to appeal to the wider market and and show people what the property can be or give them kind of not a blank canvas, but mm -hmm. how it could be for them. Mm -hmm. You need to really depersonalise it, and um, you can inject colour and things to do that. But you need to. There's a balance. There's definitely is. Yeah. 
hundred percent. There's a balance. It was funny because yesterday, when there was a, when we were going through this, the property, and the viewer was like, "Oh my god, I love that, love that, love that. I wish I bought my bag." And we actually had got quite a good rapport. And I said to her, "Well, when you leave, I said I was doing a shakedown." <laughs> <laughs> she just absolutely loved everything about the house, which was great. But yeah, so it is about kind of that universal appeal because you want people to kind of visualize. It's all about that engagement and visualization of would this work for me and how does it feel especially yeah. because of how we market you know you've got the beautiful photographs you've got detailed description you've got all the measurements of the rooms but the video work yeah. the people to launch the personal property tour you're seeing everything about the house so really they're then just coming in to feel it aren't they and mm -hmm. if it's appealing then actually it has that positive they're already 95 percent into yeah. the property in their mind before they walk through the door and it's just that tick box does it feel good and if you've got that universal appeal when you come in and that homely warm feeling and giving them the ability to say actually not necessarily for me but i can make that work because the rest of it's great you know it's about doing that isn't it and ticking that big box yeah you'll know as much as i do when people turn up to viewings they feel like they've already met you and looked at the mm -hmm. property because you're mm -hmm. on the video and yeah. and the video is quite like we they are very interactive and we they're quite like we go in cupboards and do you know, show you all the show you all of that. So it's like you say, when people come to a viewing, they're basically just coming to see it again. So if you've got the right colour scheme and and setup and and that that feel, do you know what I mean? Whether it's like what we've spoke about, like different times of year and having the fire on and just creating mm -hmm. that atmosphere, mm -hmm. it's captured in the video. Mm -hmm. And and also you need to have that same feeling when they they arrive for the viewing because they want it to be what they've seen already in the video. It's true. Um, yeah. And it's key actually for the seller to have that engagement and strong relationship with their agent because actually the seller then knows how to stage the property as well to get yeah. the best from the viewer and the bottom line is it's all about negotiation and getting the biggest number you can at the end of the day that's what the seller wants and actually yesterday it was totally captured because this is a three bedroom it's a three floor townhouse this one yeah. and on the mid floor is where the snug and also the I've main that, yeah, yeah. room is and I had obviously gone there to prepare the house and get all the lights on and make sure everything was ready beforehand, which is again a top tip. But when I was there, as soon as I opened the door, the client was very clever because they'd lit the log burner. So as yeah. soon as you opened the door, the, you could see the crackling and the red embers and the heat that was in the room. And actually, it's the first thing that was commented when the person went into that room was how oh, it definitely does. Definitely. It was. Yeah. So it's all about staging, isn't it? And that's what we're kind of talking about, about the neutrals and, and getting the best that you can. So absolutely, you want it to be universally appealing. Taps and brushed metal as well, when you're seeing that in kitchens and bathroom, are more hard wearing than lacquered finishes. They have yeah. a bit of a feel to them as well, where they're maybe a little bit more luxurious and they're less prone as well to nicks and changes in colour trends. So yeah. I think it's important to look at that as well. Um was in a property the other week there and actually all the taps, it was like kind of bronzed copper. Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. And actually you could have then any colour of sweet would go with it. It was really yeah. great. Makes a big, big difference. Yeah, um, you're, you're trying to find things like it's, it's again, it's finding the balance with something that's hard wearing and will stand the test of time, but will also stay in trend as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So power sockets and switches sounds a really dull thing, but actually, do they matter? Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, I mean, power sockets and switches and things, and either like the the standard white, or you get obviously like you said the brushed metal, or or you get chrome and things as well. Um, or even just like painting radiators as well. Do you know the amount of properties I've been in? Um, and and 
you've got and, and yellow radiators I hate it I hate it it's like mm -hmm. a total pay <laughs> yellow yeah. radiators and things as well so yeah um, and get them to maybe match the the paintwork or the woodwork and mm -hmm. or even just have them a nice fresh white color mm -hmm. uh, and you get these nice um spray you get the spray cans that do mm -hmm. radiators as well and it just do you know you'll know as well as I do is a lucky paint and maybe fresh carpets and think the, mm -hmm. the world are good to a room and a property they just bring it yeah. right back out of where it was especially um, where you are Richard on the letting side of things because you want obviously the tenant potential yeah. tenant to come in and see what that that's going to function for you know sellers maybe don't want to go at the expense necessarily of putting new radiators in or painting radiators or changing carpets but there are ways to kind of neutralize the room and make it nice one of the other things as well if you don't want to go into the kind of streams of, of painting radiators because again I've seen it when I go in they're painting the radiators and the thermostats all covered in paint and there's bits on the skirt ends yeah. and it, that can really put buyers off because it looks shoddily done and then they start to question well what else is it right one of the things we've done because um where we live it's a, the storage heaters that are in these properties uh -huh. So what we did when we moved in is you can get all the high-tech ones and you can change them out. And I'm not saying people are going to want to go to that expense, but you could yeah. change them out. But before we were in a position where we could do that, because obviously, it's, it's, you know, you, you don't come in and change everything at once. It kind of takes yeah, time as well. Yeah. yeah. But what you can get for radiators, if you don't want to kind of be changing them or painting them, is those covers. So it's basically like an MDF frame, but they can look quite classy and they're, they're, you get lovely white ones. Uh -huh. And actually, you can use it as a feature in a room as well. So you can put like nice pictures or ornaments or vases or smellies on them. You know, yeah, just you, like, yeah, I know. And really jazz it up without giving yourself much work. You get them in Argos and Home Bargains and all that kind of places. They're not majorly expensive, but nice and quick as well. And yeah, it's like it's, it definitely just lifts that the whole room just mm. by having something simple like that. And you're you're right. And lettings, it's totally like that. And that's. There's just all these small things that you could do that just completely change an entire room. And even mm -hmm. if it is just spraying the radiator white again rather than yellow, and do you know what? It's, it's just the, those those little things, and it's all down to color and how make much, uh, yeah, and how much it could just change an entire room and make it give it a completely different feel. I would completely agree. So power sockets definitely switches, as you said. Um, you want all the woodwork to kind of blend in, but yeah. if you're going to have sockets and switches top tip give them a clean down especially yeah, if you've got metal <laughs> yeah. there's nothing worse especially if you've got you know young gentlemen in your home and they're doing all the yeah. waxing and stuff and then they go and put the lights off and then you've got the big fingers marks right down the the metal so i'm, I'm yeah, I've, just, I've just done chrome uh, plug sockets and switches and things in my kitchen mm -hmm. and i have now learned that they need cleaned very often because it, it's it, you obviously you notice it and those are the, the, the little things that people if they're viewing your property they're going to pick up on straight away mm -hmm. and although like that's fine it could wipe down it's just if it's not there it's not something that's in their, their thought process so okay. it's you know and it's all those wee things and if there's a lot of these little things they'll mount up and it could it could change their their, their thought process when thinking about buying a property definitely absolutely because you want it to feel loved and looked after and actually yeah it's really easy to do and it's that attention to detail that people are looking for the best thing for cleaning the chrome ones richard if you've not already worked it out is the mr muscle glass spray and paper right. towel yeah Quick spray. they're great that's why i use anyway accessorizing with color this is me so we've done yeah. the neutral bit <laughs> yeah. if you like neutral you have it yeah color if you want to avoid the upheaval of major decorate work 
but still transform the look and the colour of your rooms. Accessorising is the answer to create your dream theme. Yep. How do you do that? Textiles is the first thing. What does that look like, textiles, for you? Yeah, te textiles, textiles could really, yeah, they could really add colour and design to any room. And we know that, obviously, um, from whether it's like your curtains and your your cushions and rugs and like all your soft furnishings and like throws and bedding's quite a big thing now. You see it on social mm -hmm. media quite a lot how people have got a lot of cushions and pillows and throws and do you know have have the and and upholstery and things on furniture and do you know there's mm -hmm. lots of ways to do that. Textiles are a really good way to mm -hmm. um, to really bring that pop of colour and bring that room really up to date and mm -hmm. and resonate with people and make it feel homely. Definitely. Yeah. I agree. Another really quick and easy way to do it as well is art's a fast and fun way to express your taste, isn't it? And yeah. add colour. You know, you can get from original paintings to stylish prints or even your own photos. Don't go overboard with that one, though, would be my yeah. recommendation. It can yeah. be a bit too much, so it's about getting the right balance. But with, with nice frames that add the extra style to the property as well, um, from trad to rad, you know, traditional to radical, yeah. you can can really kind of make it very different depending on how you want to do it. And it makes such a big difference. Did the pre-portal at 5C Tollbooth Wind in Crail yesterday. And uh -huh. when you go into their entrance porch, you can't actually see it when you first go in as such. But then once you go upstairs and look back down, it, it's literally floor right up to the top, rooftop of the house. It's huge, the space that's uh -huh. there. Um, and what they have done, because there's a window right at the top that lets in lots of light, they've put a kind of boat on there. But actually the way that the window is, when you look through it, you can just see the treetops and everything. So there's lots of green came and then there was a big space of white. But then there was little pictures in white frames, but there were like seascapes and boats. And it's, yeah. as you would expect, because it's kind of a seaside town. But it popped so much colour just on this really large white wall and it made such a difference. So it was a nice little way of kind of tweaking it and making it nice because it was neutral flooring. Yeah, rather than having some like big artwork or painting, it was just mm -hmm. small. And and, mm -hmm. and they did they did the job yeah and I've yeah. seen I've seen kind of similar I know obviously I've not seen what you've done yesterday I never seen that one but I I, I could see what you mean like that small frames mm -hmm. on a big wall mm -hmm. done properly could mm -hmm. actually have a really good effect and I think it's the same with like things like ceramics and glassware and mm -hmm. books on on um, books set out it's quite mm -hmm. a quite a common thing now as well it's mm -hmm. quite a trendy thing to do and. Mm -hmm even like maps on the wall and, mm -hmm. and lamps and candlesticks and there's lots of ways to do that um, and they're all quick and easy ways to add colour and, and and cover up by any corner or surface and mm -hmm. do you know what I mean rather than just leaving it bare but just to kind of and they're really quick and easy ways to do that yeah one of the things that I, I saw the other day that I've never seen anywhere before and again it was quite a roomy upper hallway and all the bedrooms were on this level um, and the doors were white, but the rooms had plaques on the doors yeah. on the outside. And one of the rooms, just to give you an example, was called the Coos Suite, C-O-O-S, as in how we would say Coos yeah. in Scotland in Fife. And it's called the Coos Suite on this plaque. But actually what they then had, because it was quite high ceilings in the hallway, is above the doorway, they actually had, it was like a stuffed toy, if you like. You know how you get like mounted stag heads and things like that that you would see? Yes. But it was kind of like that on a smaller scale, but it was materially made and it was a coup and it was mm -hmm. above the room. And then the next room was called the Ram Suite. And then it had the Ram and then <laughs> right, okay. 
it was such a great idea. And actually, the, the person that viewed it was like, that is really brilliant. What a great idea. I'd never seen it before. But it was mm -hmm. a real way of keeping things neutral, but adding a bit of character and a bit of uh, personality, yeah. if you like. And and the people were engaged and thought, this is fantastic. You know, it was, it's we talk about emotive, don't we? Yes, like, definitely. And, taste, smell. And it's one of those things, as soon as the person looked at it, they were like, oh my God, isn't that fantastic? So straight away, they've got this euphoric, happy feeling about that house. Something they'll always remember. Something that, yeah, that resonates um, with them mm. and, and, and reminds them like, oh, and it kind of gives it an individuality, but not making it too personal at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Exactly. And I think at the moment, as we saw with the shows that we've been recently doing about, you know, the amount of property that's coming to market, the transactions, the UK yeah. price index that was out yesterday. Um, if you look at those kind of things, and we know that sellers are competing more for the buyers. So it's little things like that that sellers need to kind of put into place that makes their house stand out from the others, isn't it? Yeah, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, and I think a couple of bonus points as well, as, as well as transforming like your rooms, uh, photos and viewings and accessories are in, entirely portable meaning that your uh, investment can be that can move with you whenever you sell so that you could put all these things in place and really bring the place but then when you move on it's quite easy to lift it all and bring it like when i talk about ceramics and candles mm -hmm. and all these these bits and pieces that give it that feel you can still always take them with you it's not, it's not something it's not an investment you're putting in and having to to leave there you have them to take with you and incorporate in your new place Exactly. So it's not an expense, as you say, that you've got that you're not going to get the return on. You'll get the yeah. return from the fact that you sold your house, but you also get the return from you can enjoy them in your new place, which is yeah. great. So that's one way of doing things. So accessorising yeah. is, is great. Um, but actually adding colour to kitchens and bathrooms. We spoke about that briefly earlier on, but I think that's a real good topic. The rooms with the highest concentration of value in any home, yeah. we know this for a fact, are the kitchens and the bathrooms. They're the rooms, I don't know about you, Richard, but I describe those rooms as the big ticket item. Yeah. Because if yeah. they're done well, the person viewing that's thinking, right, that 10,000 I was going to use to do the kitchen, I don't need to. I don't that 8,000 I was going to use to do yeah. the bathroom, I don't need to. Because then suddenly they can make compromises because they can invest that money somewhere else in the home if things don't quite tick all the boxes. So yeah. they are really the big rooms that take a lot of action as well. And the centre of every home is a kitchen, isn't it? I know growing up, it, everyone was in the kitchen. In Emily's my home, always in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, it's always happening there and daily everybody's using bathrooms, aren't they? So, yeah. you know, they are definitely the most costliest areas uh, to the place. So if you get those right, it's really great for, for your buyers. So if you want to do more than paint the walls, um, we've got a couple of tips for using colours in ways that add value and inspire buyers while giving them options for easy and inexpensive changes and I think that's the key thing here yeah. you know, anyone who's kind of watching this and by all means if you've got any questions please ask um, again afterwards if you want watching this on rerun um, post your questions we can come back to you yeah the key thing here is not to be thinking that god it's going to cost me thousands of pounds to sell my house it's not it's about how you do it in a smart way isn't it I think as well a lot of people they think about kitchens let's take kitchens for example mm -hmm. and People want to just, I mean, if the layout of the kitchen is fine, you don't need to take the whole kitchen out. Kitchen mm -hmm. cupboards and drawers and fronts and things, they are interchangeable. And if you've got good carcasses and, and a good set and a good layout and think, right, well, I don't want to change the layout, 
and the cupboards and things that are there are solid enough, then you could change the fronts. Um, and uh, and do it in a, con in a consistently popular colour. Mm -hmm. uh, and there is, there's colours like kitchens now, like navy and mm -hmm. sapphire and teal and sage and, do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Even sometimes like racing green and mm -hmm. um, things like that. And even charcoal black is also, mm -hmm. you know, they, I mean, you, you do run the risk trying find the balance between having something that's mm -hmm. on trend but will stand the test of time as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think but that's really important. What you're saying there, though, Richard, even if you're, you're, the carcasses are fine and you're looking at maybe replacing doors, there's an even more economical way to do this. I did it in my last home to prepare the house for selling. And I'm sure there's other companies out there, but the company that I used was AS Designs, based in Kirkcaldy. Uh -huh. They come out and basically they can vinyl wrap anything. Oh, it's the kitchen wraps, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they can, ah, but they, they do more than that now. So not only can you like vinyl wrap the kitchen doors, they can put vinyl splashbacks, they can wrap vanity units in bathrooms. It's fantastic. That's very brilliant. economical as well. Very, very economical. And we did it. We had the original um, wooden doors that had the grooves in them. I can't remember what the actual formal name is for them. But basically what they do... A, um, shaker. That's it, a shaker. And what yeah. they basically did was they just took all of the cabinetry off the doors-wise and drawers-wise um, and they put a really, really thin, it's like millimetre thin um, yep. metal plate so that it gets that flushness and then literally wrap them, bring them all back, hang them up. And literally I went from a shaker cabinet in brown that was really dull to a spanking white new kitchen. Yeah, I, I, I've seen I've seen some of them done on social media and I'm like, wow, I can't believe that's like, and, and it's, just, it's the exact same units. It's just obviously that complete facelift and does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes it look and like fantastic. Saying, and like you're saying, you've done it to sell your last property. Yeah, I, I actually used that on purpose to sell the house because I thought it's a big kitchen, big yeah. utility area. People are going to want it to be modern. And it was minimal cost for us to do it. And Jim did a fantastic job selling a house. Yeah. <laughs> and that actually paid for itself tenfold. It was just such a great thing to have done. Um, so, yeah, kitchens are a big thing. Yeah. Covers, doors, cabinetry. But painting the outside of freestanding metal baths when going to the bathrooms, I see a lot of yeah. people doing that as well. The freestanding baths, fantastic. It'll give you an immediate shot of colour that's striking. Um, it's memorable as well, and it's simple to switch, easy to change. Like you said, you know, if you go down a specific route, easy to change that colour up, isn't it, if you yeah. go too bold. And they just look so nice, don't they? And I've seen them where they've like maybe been gold or black, and then you've got the silver feet because they've yeah. got the cloth feet on them, some of the like real traditional ones. And you get a lot of those along the East Nook from you know the original bathrooms, and they just look fantastic. Yeah, the roll tops and things is good, and it's a good, it's mm -hmm. a really good way, because you could paint them, and they could be painted mm -hmm. over, and they could be changed, but to, mm -hmm. it's, it's a good way to kind of create like that theme and inject mm -hmm. colour into the bathroom, and, and and they look very, very like stylish. And I've seen, yeah. I think I've seen like a deep purple one recently. I'm trying to think where that was, and I thought, God, that's, and it had the silver like you say the silver feet and things and it looks mm -hmm. really good yeah it does it looks fantastic it's very memorable and striking as we say and again yeah. it's about standing out from the crowd isn't it yeah. but splashbacks are good as well so again you're in your kitchens splashbacks yeah. you can get nice glass ones they're sleek and um, they're a way to add a blast of color as well because you can get them in a variety of colors you know i've seen, I've seen beautiful mustard ones or you can actually get ones that are not just like a fixed color you can get them with fruits or vegetables on them, flowers on them, like real yeah, big plastic yeah. colour. Yeah, they really look nice, don't they? 
Um, so it gives you a real blast of colour um, behind your sinks, um, behind your hobs. Um, can be swapped out easy again for another colour. You can even vinyl wrap them so you don't need to take them off the walls, which is a big plus if you don't want the mess. Um, and they're far easier as well um, than having to change tiles. So that could be a messy job. Tiles are difficult from experience. Mm -hmm. uh, and and <laughs> they are, they are. The tiles, I mean, just like, I think um, when I take my tiles down, it'll, I'm going to be wet wall and things. But tiles, I think, are, are nice and they're right. Obviously, depending on what kind of theme you're going for. I do like the kind of metro tile and things as well, mm -hmm. uh, but some tiles and oh, they're not done properly. They're so hard to take off, and mm -hmm. yeah, tiles can be difficult. And wet wall is really a lot more on trend now as well, and I think it's mm -hmm. it's so much more um, easy kept, easy maintenance, mm -hmm. and it looks a lot cleaner and kind of clean mm -hmm. cut, like finish and things as well. So yeah, tiles tiles are my my bugbear at the moment. But anyway, that's my own personal experience. I would agree. You know, that's the last room that we have to do in our house is our bathroom and the tiles yeah. that are on there at the moment. Yeah, they, I'm so looking forward to them going. But <laughs> like you, I'm kind of dreading it because I think that the minute we start taking them off, are we going to actually end up with holes in the walls? And then before you know it, you're going to have to reboard everything. And you, I can just see it getting more and more expensive. It's, yeah, it's end up a complete, complete rip out and start again thing. Yeah, <laughs> that might end up happening for us, I must admit. But anyway, you can do it that way with backsplashes and that can save you quite a bit of cash as well yeah. and a lot of time. So that's one way of getting a real big splash. But ultimately, yeah. it's about thinking of the most flexible flexible areas for changes that mm -hmm. would give the effect of a complete remodel as well, because that's the key here. You want it to look like it's all new and, and yeah. interesting. You want, and the, you want to do the small things that are like the, the minimal kind of upheaval and changes mm -hmm. in cost that are going to have the maximum effect. And I think that's the important thing. Mm -hmm. 100%. But also, it's not just about that. It's about... The least disruption you don't want to create additional mess and bigger job for yourself yeah. and it's the financial outlay and that's what we're talking about we don't want people yeah, to feel that having to go there and spend tens of thousands of pounds to get the house ready it defeats the purpose um, there's so much you could do that's cost effective that has the, a big impact mm -hmm. um, and things like the wallpaper and paint are, are just yeah. like like we say like doing that feature wall or, or having just a, a fresh coat of paint or, mm -hmm. or even just putting a new floor cover and things down Things like that have such a big impact. And and paint is really a quick, uh, cheap and effective way to change an entire mm -hmm. personality of a room completely. Mm -hmm. uh, and a fresh coat can give you a, a, a completely new lease of life in a room. Mm -hmm. um, and any home, and especially with um, you've got like a high quality product. So paint, I mean, the cost of paint, obviously, <laughs> recent decorating, I've noticed it's went up, but it pays to pay a wee, just that wee bit more just for that mm -hmm. good quality paint because it does have such a better finish and you can tell when you walk into a room when it's finished completely like that. I know. agree. I think, you know, you get some really great premium brands out there. Um, yeah. Include chalk paints of like Annie Stone's paints, um, yeah. Deep Pigments of Fennec and Tilbrook. They're really lovely paintworks, but yeah. like you say, it, it can add to your budget. But if all you're having to do is paint and nothing else, then that's great. Um, but you've got this reassuring heritage as well, like Faro and Ball, their paintings mm -hmm. are lovely as well. Um, but it's about how you how you do it and how many rooms you do it to. And it's about the statement rooms. It's about the big ticket rooms. It's about your kitchens, your bedrooms, yes. your bathrooms. Pretty much all of the rooms are going to need something, but you don't necessarily need to be going that high end with all of the rooms. But the statement rooms is where you really want to get it right, isn't it? Yeah, and I think as well as, as you could paint an entire room, that's fine. But 
you can really achieve a dramatic effect with just a single wall or a, I think like bold colour and things like you see mm -hmm. like your kitchen with that wall yeah. um, and even whether it's like maybe over a fireplace or it's behind shelves or mm -hmm. it's the backdrop maybe you've got pictures on the wall do you know I think something to make that um, that feature mm -hmm. really does uh, have that, that effect yeah I think it does do um, it's interesting because one of my sons, um, he's he's recently moved and they've done that in the, the bedroom. So where the original fireplace would be, you've got like a bit of a prominent wall. And what they've done is actually they've just wallpapered the recessed part of it and, and left the other parts. And it really does make a big statement, but it's not been expensive because they've not had to do all of the walls. So it's been really nice and added a real good pop of colour. But yeah, you're right. You don't need to necessarily do an entire room. You can just do certain walls, which make it nice. Um, aside from on your walls, though, you can use paint to freshen furnishings like your chairs, your tables, wardrobes, chests of drawers, or accessories like picture frames and mirrors. Yeah, so, like, you know, you don't, you don't necessarily need to replace things. If you've got something that's timber and you want to kind of jazz it up a bit of colour, just paint it. Don't get rid of the mirror and buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, you see that a lot now and it's like people that um, they upcycle and it's furniture oh. and things and like you see a bit chalk paints and things here and you can make things look amazing. Uh, and you see a lot of like there's a lot of wee boutique kind of shops and and things that do it as well uh, i think is it love restored is love restored still in Falkland? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's really good that does things like that um mm. and uh, yeah and that chalk paint on old furniture and really bringing it back into trend as mm. something that's really popular and looks mm. amazing and you could do that too i mean if you've got old furniture and and in mm. your house and you think god it could if you just upcycle things and yeah. that can be a really cheap way to make things look really great. It is. It's an inexpensive way to do it, isn't it? And actually, you know, while we're talking about other stores, if you've maybe gone too minimalist and you're wanting to bring things into the rooms to make the rooms feel lived in more um, and accessorise a bit more with cabinetry and things like that, one of the yeah. great shops locally, I'm talking locally for me, is in Leaven. So Genemese. Yeah, I know Leven, you're going to say Genemese. I know you like that. <laughs> Genemese, old and vintage in Leaven on yeah. Commercial Street at the old post office building honest to god there's so many great things in there but actually we'll do things like individual chairs or maybe two chairs yeah. and they are um like antique pieces and yeah. vintage so they maybe need a little bit of tlc but there's so much you could do with them buy a little pot of paint you go in there you're not spending the price for like a brand new piece of furniture mm -hmm. it's second hand so it's really commercially priced well and you can create something that's unique to your home as well that no one else is going to have yeah and i think that's a real big thing to do as well is to make sure that you can kind of stand out for the crowd is what we're talking about here but actually doing it on a minimal budget yeah. um so going to, to stores like that where you can buy something is just going to add so much value yes it's an investment of time because you're going to need to take the time to do it but actually the end result will just be yeah fantastic we talk about wallpaper as well it's really interesting because our Karen and myself, we kind of moved at the same time, didn't we? She bought yeah, her house and I, when I downsized. And we were talking about all the decorating we were doing and I was taking, like Karen did, I was taking a lot of before and afters. And I was saying to her, look at it, because our house, it was just dark paint throughout every single room. I mean, yeah. oh, it was so dark, it was hor horrific. So we painted everything white and then, like literally all walls and then just decided to do statement walls. From there, yeah. And I was showing it to Karen and I thought, I was quite tough on myself actually, because like, Karen's on trend and she's like, oh, she yeah. can I'm a bit of a, an oldie. So I never said <laughs> this, but it's like beforehand, and this is what it looks like now. And she was like, oh my God, I 
can't believe it. That's wallpaper I've just put in my bedroom. <laughs> so the two of us had exactly the same paper. So I thought, oh, well, maybe my taste isn't too bad then. Yeah, you know you're still on trend when you're <laughs> keeping up with the young ones. <laughs> exactly. So I was well chuffed with myself. But it's what you said there about things being timeless. You, you can yeah. kind of add that pop of colour um, and make a room look great without being out of season, if you like, <laughs> for yeah, one of a better word. Got, if you've got that feature wall or feature colour or something, if, if it does go off a trend, it's easily changed and cheap. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could do that quite yeah. cost effectively, cheaply exactly. as well. It's like a roll and a half or two rolls of paper. So, you know, you, yeah. can, you can go when we're talking about these bold ones and, and going for like the Farron Balls and the Fennec and Tilbrooks, you, you could kind of go to the Laura Ashley's or whatever and, and get like two rolls of paper because it's not costing you a fortune. You're not buying like 10 rolls, at, like 30, 40 pounds. So you can make it look really, really nice, make a big difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the whole accessorising piece, again, as well, I think is really important, as we say. And painting around old mirrors is great and just being a bit more creative. And actually, simple things as well. And I don't know if you did that when you're talking there, Richard, about recently decorating. And I've done it because we've changed rooms around. But actually, I've gone into one room and I thought, that doesn't really work in here. And then you take it and you put it in another room and you go, yeah. didn't, why didn't I put it here to begin with? It looks fantastic. I'm always moving things from one room to another. And it, and it works and it's fine. And it's like, because mm -hmm. a lot of people have these pieces in certain areas of their home and think, mm, mm -hmm. and, and they might get rid of them. And it's really, if you, if you move it to another room and do you know mm -hmm. that actually works? So yeah, I'm, I'm quite bad for redecorating and, and moving things around and you know that anyway. But. <laughs> upcycling and recycling is good you don't necessarily go rushing out to the stores and buying lots of stuff either so i guess that's the point that i'm trying to make there's good yeah, ways of definitely. managing to make your home look great so yeah accessorize with your picture frames and mirrors is a good thing but of course paint isn't the only home decor solution is it um wallpapers as we said can deliver equally eye-catching results for a feature wall um glamorous lose i've talked about the one at east green already yeah um upcycling furniture we've talked about that it's a real great way of doing it i have a friend who's really big into it she goes to a lot of antique fairs and is really into mm -hmm. upcycling um, and kind of does it as a semi-retirement business yeah um, and it's a great way to do it and you see some of the things that she upcycles and i'm like that's falling to bits and then mm -hmm. next thing you know it's got this beautiful seat on it and all the cushions are great and it's been reupholstered and she'll she'll leave him like buying material from secondhand places and think oh that's an old curtain I can use that and make a beautiful chair and it's like ta-da she's got all this imagination yeah do you know you say about like the glamorous lose as well and i've seen a lot now and it's like if, if people have got that small wc or whatever just at the entrance hallway or whatever mm -hmm. uh, or maybe off the back of the utility and they have it and you walk in and it's like wow and it's like it's meant to just be like a, a small wc and you go in and it's just and it's just really tastefully done mm -hmm. um that could be a good selling point as well yeah i agree yeah. so for me, I can, I guess, a bit of finalish words on this one, but for me, I think the key thing for me message is that just take a wee step back. Don't think it's a major project that you're doing. You're not fully renovating a home. All you're doing is thinking, right, how can I make this look its best? We talked earlier on, you know, you can go online. There's so many tips. Yeah. TikTok at the moment, everyone's on their phones. We spend 80% of our lives on these. Go to TikTok. You can find things in there. You know, you can buy beautiful magazines, you can go online and have a look at things as well, give yourself some good ideas, but create an idea and then try to minimise it and make the house nice. Um, because again, as I say, you don't want to be spending loads of money, but there's real nice, and I hope we've given you some tips about how you can do that, especially with like the big ticket items like kitchens and things. You know, you don't yeah. need a new kitchen, just vinyl wrap it um, or get some nice 
chalk paints and paint it. There's various ways that you can do it. But the link to the article will be yeah. in this post. Um, if anybody's interested, what are some top tips that we maybe haven't covered? Or actually, you know what? If you're out there, like Linda Martin, for instance, if you're watching I this, Linda, Linda, I, Linda does yeah. some really, really on-trend uh, renovations. Yeah. She's really good at it. Very on point with trends and renovations. If you've got some top tips, Linda, that we've not even spoken about, if you want to share it on the show, you know, make some comments, we can yeah, we can yeah. share it with, with our viewers and our, our engagement interaction. It's a great way to do that. So for me, it's about don't panic, take a deep breath, make it simplistic, make it nice and make it appeal to everyone. And you can still enjoy it and move it to your next house, as you say, Richard. Yeah. What's your um, final yeah. thoughts, Richard? Yeah, I think it, it's, it's really about trying to make the property as appealing as it can be to buyers at the same time being cost effective and, and people might be a bit lost and like look i don't know what's on trend and i don't know there's people to ask and there's people to come to and get the right advice to do that and the right things to do ourselves obviously included in that like there's so many times i go to properties and people have got plans to do this and this and i'm like you don't need to do all that you just need to do this and just do this and they're like oh you just saved me an absolute fortune because I was going to, I was going to rip my whole kitchen out. I was going to do this. I was going to do that. And I'm like, no, you don't need to do all that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, anybody that wants any advice, feel free to come to us. We also have people that we know that are brilliant at this. I.e., Linda Martin's really good at like full renovations and things, as she does property flips and that as well. But um, but yeah, definitely ask us any questions that you have. We are happy to answer. And the link to the blog is obviously in mm -hmm. uh, the post that we're doing today. So have a read through that. That hopefully. What we've went through today has given people a wee bit of an insight and hopefully some tips that oh i don't need to go all out to, to sell or turn something around and make it more appealing to buyers perfect lovely great yeah. fan of works thanks for joining us richard thanks and reach out if anybody needs anything have a great yeah. remainder day take care thanks, bye bye, bye.